She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hello, bitches. Welcome to the Bitch Scopes podcast, where I dish about the current astrological mood with a feminist twist, darling. That accent is stuck in my head because I was just listening to a friend of mine who's an actress who has a character who speaks like that, and it's very addictive. I don't know why. Perhaps because I'm crazy. I don't know. But I'm Kelly McLean, and I write Bitch Scopes, and I am a complete astrology nerd. I've been doing this a while now, and the urge to ask every single person that I meet when and what time they were born does not ebb at all. It is a raging illness within me. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Love your guts. Um, What else do you need to know? I try to, yeah, let's just do the business first because you know how I get at the end. Um, haven't recorded any bitch explaining podcasts recently. Angie and I have trouble syncing up, but I am going to visit her next week and we're going to record while we're there together, which should be hilarious and ridiculous. I'm sure we have lots of things to talk about. We just have not recorded. So I don't know. We suck. But anyway, there are, um, quite a few episodes you can listen to already recorded. So skedaddle to your place that you get podcasts, darling. And see, I can't help it. And, um, listen to that. And also, um, we are due to record bitch story this week. We are going to be covering female explorers. So that'll be going up probably next week. Um, but our, our most recent episode was on, um, Eva Perone or Evita. And honestly, I was kind of like, everybody knows who Eva is. Um, but it turned out to be one of my favorite episodes because it has so much weird shit in it. There's body snatching, there's fucking lobotomies. You guys, you got to go listen to this episode. It is insane. Um, so that's bitch story. And again, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And you can always read the scopes at kellymclean.blogspot.com or at patreon.com forward slash house of bleep. House of bleep, all one word. Yes, I cannot stop saying the forward slash. Sue me. You can email me and tell me to stop using the forward slash at kelly at thebitchwhisperer.me. And if you would like a private astrology or tarot or whatever reading with me, uh, you can do that at onetolisten.com. Probably easiest to message me and then I'll direct you how to get that set up. Um, Generally, just thank you for being here. Um... Oh, and the actual horoscope. So this is the overview, the actual bitch scopes horoscopes. If you're listening on Spotify, you will see the subscription-based scopes there. Um, But the easiest place to do everything is Patreon. 
at Patreon, if you become a $5 or $10 member, you'll get the written scopes. At $10 a month, you get the podcast version also. So for $10, you get everything. And it makes me very happy when people join. Um, <laughs> that's um, patreon.com forward slash motherfucker house of bleep, all one word. So um, yeah, you can get the scoop for just $5 a month. $10 gets you the audio version, darling. I must stop doing that because I, it's an illness. Okay. So this is a big week. This is the astrology for the week of October 9th. And, um, this week we have an eclipse. We have a Friday the 13th. We have Pluto going direct. So let's just get into it. Um, of course the eclipse is a new moon, um, which I love, but, this is not your typical new moon, of course. <clears throat> we also have Mars moving into Scorpio this week. And then, like I said, Pluto goes direct in Capricorn. Um, Pluto is a heavy hitter and stirs up a lot of stuff when he does things. So we should pay attention. Um, let's see. The days this week were so nicely organized into energetic patterns um, it just made me super happy. I had to actually check and see if I was a Virgo. It made me so happy. But um, here's kind of how it goes. Monday, everything is kind of sensitive, 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 and compassionate, and maybe a little sad because um, Venus will oppose Saturn. But then there's Venus conjunct Lilith, and that's like passion meets compassion, and Mercury trying Charclo, and that's where your compassionate message can sort of be unlocked. Tuesday is a day to integrate what we've been confronting during Pluto's retrograde, which started in May. Um, individually, we confront our shadow, our darker self, our Darth Vader to our Anakin sort of. Um, we did the same thing collectively as well. Um, when it goes direct, then if we're being conscious about it, we're integrating those lessons. If you've been following me for a while, you know that Pluto and Capricorn has been breaking down the foundations of the patriarchy for a few years now, and we are fucking here for it. Um, <laughs> while Pluto's been retrograde, a shit ton of indictments have come down on Trump's head. This makes me happy. Congress, however, does not make me happy. They are a shit show. They are a disaster. It's like kindergarten cop, but with senators. They're absolute childish idiots. Um, maybe there's a purpose to all of this, but damn, we are an embarrassment. So as far as Pluto and the patriarchy go, so first, Trump and the patriarchy showed us their cards. We're going to do a poker analogy, even though I'm going to suck at it because I don't really know that much about poker. Trump and the patriarchy showed us their cards, which are the ace of asshole, the king of lying and the four of dickery. I don't know. Um, <laughs> then Pluto went retrograde and went back over many of those same points. So maybe we're going to call their bluff. See what I mean? Like this poker analogy is not going to work. Um, retrogrades can be interpreted in different ways. One of them being introspection and investigation. And so, yep, that's happened. Um, a couple of the high rollers in this poker game are Roe v. Wade and the 2024 election. 
um, yeah, and, and the hot mess of a junior high dance that we're calling Congress currently. The day that Roe v. Wade was overturned, June 24th, 2022, Pluto was at 27 degrees and in retrograde, which he does every year. Pluto has since gone direct and retrograde, and now he's going to go direct again at 27 degrees. That degree is is hot. That all the way up through 29, that's just a really hot spot for this particular cycle of Pluto. And so things that have gotten triggered around that hot spot are just up for business. Um, but Pluto moves slowly. Um, he's going to enter Aquarius in January of next year. Then in May, he retrogrades, retrogrades again through October. During that retrograde, he'll retrace the very last degree of Capricorn, which is, as you know, the anoretic degree, 29 degrees. 29 degrees of Capricorn is not something to fuck with. And guess what's going to happen during that time? Mm-hmm. Um, our election, <laughs> it's going to happen during Pluto at 29 degrees, which is already a hot spot because it's gone. we've gone over it so many times now. Um, so if we get through the election, God help us, um, God us help us. When Pluto goes forward again, he will move into Aquarius and stay there for a long time till 2043. Yes, Virginia, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I shan't sing it, however, but that's just part of the age of Aquarius story, but that is a big player. Capricorn is about foundations, authority, who has the authority, who does it benefit? Um, it's a masculine energy. It's the patriarchy. Um, it's the founders of the country. It's ambition and control and power. Aquarius is still a masculine energy. If you ascribe to any of that, um, it's a much higher octave. It's much more about the people. It's about humanity. It's not about the patriarchy. It's power to the people. That's a very Aquarian concept. Um, Aquarius is a very confusing sign for most people. They think it's a water sign. It is not. It is an air sign. That's why Aquarians are weird because they aren't water. They're very intellectual, logical, um, up in their heads. They are said by some to be very, very brilliant. Um, I am one, so, you know, <laughs> for whatever. But Aquarius is the water bearer, the water carrier. It transmutes water, the emotions of the collective. It's all about the collective with Aquarius. It transmutes the collective emotions into logic and reason. It pours the water out among the people. It spreads it all out. It's very humanitarian. It's not emotional. It's very future oriented. Um, and it's no wonder that Aquarians are a bit weird because it's an air sign, but it carries water and it's based on a myth about fire. So if you've had a hard time figuring out Aquarians, that's why we have a hard time figuring out ourselves. Anyway, that's just Tuesday. <laughs> that's just the day that Pluto goes direct. Everything isn't going to happen on Tuesday. Pluto moves very slowly. It will unfold slowly, but we will feel Pluto. Um, Wednesday could be a very insecure day. Mars and Scorpio, which is intense and power hungry and passionate and jealous, but jealousy is an insecure thing. Um, people who don't come from a place of security and confidence, which is like Mars and Aries, can 
fall into that Scorpio paranoia. Mars is co-ruler of Scorpio, but I personally feel that Mars and Scorpio kind of brings out the shadows of Scorpio um, as opposed to Mars in Aries or Pluto in Scorpio, my opinion. So we've got kind of this shadowy Scorpio, Darth Vader shit going on. Um, Also Wednesday, we have the sun opposite Chiron, which can make us feel kind of ineffective and like we aren't a strong enough leader. Then we have Saturn, which now will oppose Lilith. Lilith has the desire for success here, but she's very triggered by any kind of criticism and any hint that might remotely feel, look like, resemble, rhyme with oppression. Because Lilith is the sign that embodies oppression. Um, I'm sorry, not the sign. The uh, She's not a planet. She's an asteroid. Anyway the energy. So that's Wednesday. Thursday, we're starting to feel ourselves, um, starting to feel a little stronger, but the world is not quite ready for what we have yet. And we could feel a little stuck. Mercury conjuncts palace and then quincunxes Jupiter. So we have a brilliant plan that's palace, but we are sort of suspended at the crossroads of success. Um, Mercury quincunx Jupiter. We're, we can't quite get there. Pluto, which is now direct come Thursday, will quincunx Juno, which could cause some relationship issues. Then Jupiter quincunxes Pallas. Thursday's all about the quincunxes, which indicates that our plans, while great and genius, are either not quite ready to fully launch or the world at large is not ready for us. It will come. So we adjust and adapt. Then on to Friday, which is Friday the 13th, in October. Fuck yeah. So (laughs) I wrote in the thing, attention goddesses and witches come to the front desk, please. Friday is going to be lit. Um, Friday the 13th um, is not unlucky. Um, There's a lot of um, not just mythology about Friday the 13th, but how it became sort of an unlucky thing. But it's Friday is ruled by the goddess Freya or, or Frigga. Freya. Um, Viking Chica, who is pretty badass. It's the day of the goddess. The number 13 is the number of um, moon cycles there is in a year. Uh, And um, there's some other mythology around it being a goddess day, but basically any Friday the 13th is a goddess day. You get it in October, right before an eclipse, and it's going to bring out the fucking badass goddesses. So I don't know. I think you should tap into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mars will try in Saturn. That indicates that we are strong. We have the necessary perseverance. I hate the word perseverance when I type it out. And from now on, I really want to say perseverance, which is how they say it, I think, in England. We have the necessary perseverance, darling. And then Mars sextiles Lilith, where passions are ignited. Hello, sex magic hotline. See what I mean? I'm just, it's problematic. Saturday is the big day. Friday, I think you should get your fucking witch on. Saturday, we have a new moon solar eclipse at 21 degrees of Libra. Don't panic. You don't need to like run into your cave. Um, We here at Bitch Scopes, which is me, my cats, and the other personalities, 
we are trying to break down the fear aspects of eclipses. These are, well, we'll get into it. Um, we had this exact same eclipse on October 14th, 2004, because eclipses repeat themselves every 19 years. It's 19-ish, but 19. Um, solar eclipses tend to bring around about um, twists of fate and new things because it's a new moon. The first eclipse in the series happened in April of this year. You can read about it on the blog. Um, just scroll back to April and find it. Um, but let's talk about Aries Libra as an axis. Aries is a fire sign. It's confident, impulsive, goal-oriented, competitive, and initiator. Directly opposite that is Libra, an air sign like Aquarius, charming, collaborative, sometimes indecisive, balance-seeking, people-pleasing, a fairness scorekeeper. Aries is about self. Libra is about partnership. So this series of eclipses will test, reset, refine, and surprise us along those themes. It's better really to just let Jesus take the wheel or insert goddess name here um, during this energy than to try to manifest specific things. I personally do still set intentions, but they're more of a, a general generic feeling um, theme than, you know, something specific. Um, eclipses remind me a bit of the kids game shoots and ladders. Sometimes we slide back to a lesson that maybe we haven't mastered. Sometimes we get fast tracked and we launch ahead. We don't really go backwards. We only move forwards. Um, it's not truly a board game. It just reminds me of that. It seems what seems like a setback, um, is really just universe mom telling us that we aren't quite ready for our driver's license yet and we need to have some more hours behind the wheel or whatever. Um, eclipse energy can show up suddenly sometimes, but most of the time it's going to unfold over a period of weeks, maybe even months. This eclipse will bring balance to how we relate to others. If you are codependent, you can expect to have that affected, um, shifted rebalanced. If you're hyper independent, you will be given opportunities to lean on a partner more. Sometimes finding balance means releasing your white knuckle grip on something. Sometimes it means doing what feels like a free fall so that you can be caught. Try to stay loose. It's a trust exercise. Also on Saturday, Mercury is being eclipsed by the moon. It's called an occultation. So Mercury is being occulted by the moon. Sounds very fancy. It's just an eclipse. Um, but when the moon is eclipsing something, it is the dominant energy. So this will be emotion over intellect for sure, which seems on par with an eclipse. Mercury will also be opposite Chiron. Mercury is in Libra. Chiron is in Aries. This is a message of balance, harmony, justice, partnership, um, the healing happens on the self slash individual side in this case. Sunday is a little messy, but creative. Mars is trying the asteroid chaos. I only bring up chaos when um, it feels relevant because of course, like all of the heavenly bodies, it's always doing something. But when it aspects one of our personal planets, I feel like we should pay attention. Chaos is chaos. It has a lot of potential for creative um, production, but it is chaos. Think of 
the universe before it was created. And it was just whatever it was, dust and rocks and gases and just floating around randomly before the universe formed or was formed. So Mars, our planet of drive, is trying that asteroid. So hold that thought. Um, the sun is Quincunx Uranus. So that's another little point of chaos, Uranus. We are driven, Mars and the sun, but we are chaotic. We will get shit done if we try, um, but it's going to be a messy process. Um, and this does feel to me like physical stuff. So um, I guess it could be emotional, personal too, but it feels to me more like a productivity thing. Um, we're craving excitement and change. We might get that wild hair to like clean the garage or clean out that one closet that's a disaster. I'm sorry about my cat, if you can hear her. Anyway, you know, once in a while you just get a wild hair and you just take everything out of that closet, you make a giant mess and then you organize it. Anyone? Just me? Anyway, Sunday has that kind of potential. It could be nutty or it could be amazing. It could be a little of both. And that, my bitches, is what's going on this week. Daisy, why are you meowing? Anyway, um, that's it. I'm going to record the individual scopes now. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. And I will talk to you on the other side of this crazy eclipse. Bye. Thank you.